welcome. I'm Steph, an intuitive hypnotist from Quebec, Canada. I'm Julie, a past life regression hypnotist and Reiki healer from Wisconsin. And together, we are the Soulful Mystics. Hello, Mystics, and welcome back to the Soulful Mystics podcast. I'm Julie, one of the co-hosts of this pod. On today's episode, we have special guest Meredith McCowan from Earthling Astrology here to share and discuss her past life regression she had with me. You might remember her from episode 5, Soul Sinistry Reading, where she combined and read both of our birth charts. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was a great one. I highly recommend it. We are so excited to have Meredith back on the pod today. This regression was a wild ride and one of the most profound and fascinating regressions I have ever been a part of. Steph and I are so excited to have her share her experience with you all. Before we get into it, I want to give a quick shout out to Brenda for leaving us a review. She says, Great start, ladies. I'm excited to see where this takes you. And me. Your interaction oozes affection. Your paths will be fun to learn about over time. Enjoy it. I will. Thank you so much, Brenda. And to everyone else, your reviews and feedback truly mean the world to us. And it really is this beautiful mystics community that keeps us going and growing. I also want to take a moment to thank those of you who have reached out and connected with us. It truly lights us up to hear from you, hear your stories, to know that we can relate to you and you to us, and for helping us to build this safe and beautiful community. We certainly couldn't do it without you. If you haven't reached out but would like to, please feel free to email us at soulfulmysticspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at soulfulmysticspodcast. Also, Steph and I are planning for Halloween, and we would love to hear your ghost stories and share a spooky episode on the pod. If you'd like to share, please email us your story. You can send us a voice recording, or you can type it out and we'll read it on the show. And really, it can be anything paranormal, spooky, mysterious, even a beautiful visit from a loved one who's passed, or anything else you'd like to share. We would love to hear it. Again, please feel free to email us at soulfulmysticspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at soulfulmysticspodcast. We cannot wait to hear your stories. And don't worry, if we get an overwhelming response to this, which, let's be honest, we both hope that we do, we'll dedicate the entire month of October to sharing these stories. We are so excited. All right, I know this is a bit of a longer episode, but I promise it is so worth it. Grab a snack, your coffee or tea, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. All right, Meredith, take it away and let us know who you are and where people can find you. Of course. My name is Meredith McCowan. I own Earthling Astrology. I'm located in St. Paul, Minnesota, the Twin Cities. I launched my practice in 2017 after about four years of deep study. And I didn't leave my corporate job till 2019. So I am in it. I do this full time now. I offer astrology readings, sinistry readings, which you guys have done and put on this podcast. And on the side, I'm also a dream worker and dream interpreter. So I do have um, a service like that on my website if you need help uh, cracking the code of your dreams. Um, I need that help. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been hearing lots of people's dreams are getting crazy. I don't know if you guys are having the same experience. Yeah, I, I never last night. except last night. Last night was a doozy. Really? <laughs> I had one last night too. Oh, crazy. Goosebumps. Was it about murder or death? <laughs> Mine was not. No. Okay. Ooh, Julie, we'll have to talk <laughs> yeah. after this and see yeah. what that was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on talking about my past life hypnosis with Julie, which was about two months ago. So I had it with you, Julie, on June 26th, and we're recording this on August 21st. And it's amazing to me. I transcribed my whole session within a week or so. I got sucked into life and then I sat down while it was still kind of fresh. And it's honestly kind of faded like a dream. Is that a common experience for people? that have had hypnosis I, or your experience too like it's really fresh and then it kind of like fades away yeah that's my own experience that's kind of how I feel with it but I don't know Steph you seem to 
remember everything, like every detail. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I do, but I also do that with dreams and I am a huge daydreamer. So sometimes I have trouble differentiating something that actually happened to me versus did I just dream that or was that in a hypnosis session? So I I do have trouble with that sometimes differentiating reality versus the dream world. Ooh, the realities all blend together. Trippy. Yeah. And then before we get into my experience, I wanted to ask you guys this live on the show about your experience, your opinion on getting a past life hypnosis in person versus virtual. I have a lot of clients that ask me questions or are nervous about doing it online. I'm actually a little bit nervous about doing it online. I've never done one online, but my stupid biggest thing about it is like, what if the internet drops or I don't know, can you guys walk me through kind of your experience? If if there's any difference between in person and virtual, the pros and cons. I know my clients would love to hear this. And again, I don't know if you've talked too much about the differences on your show. You know, I don't think we've really talked about it on the show, but I think with everything, you could have an internet outage or, you know, technology things happen. I know me personally, I would definitely be willing to work around that because that's out of our control. Right. But I mean, the benefits of a virtual session, the client can be in their own space. They're comfortable. We always like to suggest setting the room up, however makes them comfortable. So whatever that may be, if it's cuddling up in their bed with lots of pillows and blankets, or maybe their pets. I cuddle up with my Mm -hmm. dog and my cat. I know. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Yeah. I prefer it online because when I'm the client, I have all three dogs all on me. And anytime I get a really tough scene where I get emotional, one of them in particular always just comes and cuddles up with me. And it's just the sweetest thing. I mean, Julie and I haven't had any technical difficulties with each other, but I did have one with a client once. And what I say in the beginning is that even if we do get disconnected, I could give them a call. We just do a little deepener to get back into it and we can get Mm. right back into it. It worked out perfectly fine, um, but it had only happened that one time that we got disconnected. Okay. I know that's a little bit of a fear of mine. And again, I've only done this three times with Julie was my third, but people have their preferences. And I think right now I'm still feeling today. I prefer in person. There's something about like the energy exchange is different, but also I think another uh, difference is you guys do it on zoom. Correct. Is that what you'd use? Mm -hmm. You can record on zoom and I recorded in person with Julie and Julie, you recorded too, but still not all of the words came in very clearly. So when I was transcribing it, I had to go back and forth between the two recordings and it wasn't crystal clear. So I think Zoom online would give you a better kind of file or recording to go back and listen. Yeah, you know, that was a learning opportunity for me too because in my office, there was no windows or any type of ventilation. It was just a really hot day. So we had a fan going. We can always use mini mics too next time Mm -hmm. so that we won't have that problem. So definitely a way to work around the recording issue. But I would say a pro for in-person is that, you know, I've had people reach out to me and say that they have kids at home, family at home, Mm -hmm. so they don't have time to find a quiet space or they don't get that alone time. I've also had clients tell me that they they don't have supportive family members at home. So maybe their husband (laughs) or whoever doesn't believe in this and it kind of gives off some negative energy. And they were worried that that negative energy and them worrying during the session would affect how everything goes. I definitely think it's personal preference either way, whether it's in person or virtual, you can have a very successful session. I've never heard anything negative about an online session. So I do want to share that when my clients come back and report to me or I talked to Gina from Past Lives in the Divine, there's nothing negative reported. It's just like that that nervousness, I think. Uh, and again, personal preference. I would not be able to do it at my house because I don't know if you can hear this right now, but my husband is a drum teacher. So there are drums wailing all the time. So I'd have to go to a friend's house. But I think Julie, which I'll talk about in a second, I was told when I was hypnotized to come back to you um, or yeah. have another session with you because it was just getting juicy and I was getting like <laughs> sucked out of the scene. Um, so yeah, I'll have to set that up with you in the next month or six weeks or so. Okay, awesome. <laughs> okay, where do we begin? Uh, Julie, do you remember well, much of my session or I, I, I don't? I, well, Meredith, your session is probably like the wildest session that I've ever been a part of. Really? Um, just the things that you experienced were new to me and it was fascinating. I mean, I didn't want it to end. I know you didn't want <laughs> didn't it to either. end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I, we went out for like beer and pizza and we just like, oh processed. my God, <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. So 
a couple of things I want to say is okay. in the very beginning, when you walked into my office, the first thing you said to me was, I'm very hard to hypnotize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so True. Like, I want to talk about that. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, oh boy. Okay. I got a challenge on my hands, but really the session was phenomenal. I mean, you were not hard to hypnotize at all and you went right in. And the other thing I'd like you to talk about, if you don't mind, is what your intention was. Yeah. If you I remember. will talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Let me talk about my history with hypnosis just over 10 years ago. This is before, this is important because this is before I started studying astrology astrology or astrology found me. I read the Michael Newton books. I'm sure you guys are familiar with those. And I found a Michael Newton trained hypnotist in my city who I'm now friends with. So crazy how life works out. And I went in, I think that was one of the first kind of steps to my awakening. And I felt like during that session, I didn't record it. It was kind of like before recording was happening on the regular. I thought that I was making it up. I was kind of skeptical. I was kind of like, this is kind of bullshit. Um, But I did the whole session. And I pulled in very mundane lives, just two lives, kind of mundane, very lonely. They always, that session always stuck with me, even though I was like half skeptical about it. And then when I started studying astrology, I didn't know I was going to become a past life astrologer. That was like not in my anything. (laughs) I didn't think of that at all. But the stories I pulled in during my very first past life hypnosis matched the past life symbolism of my birth chart. So I was like, okay, that was the first time I was like, maybe I wasn't making that up. Maybe there's actually some benefit or there, like I was really actually tapping into something. And then it wasn't until February 2021, I believe, I had a QHHT session, which is somebody who's been trained in the method of Dolores Cannon, which I assume you guys are familiar with her work too. And this is more like, I think she's very specific or Dolores was very specific. Don't do QHTT online. I don't know if you guys know if that's kind of still the rule, but that was like a five or six hour adventure. And that was a very good session. I still had trouble being hypnotized. Um, the first two sessions I had. So Julie, by the time I got to you, which was June 26, 2023, I had started talking to my ego about a week, maybe five days before the session. And I would just do affirmations like Meredith, you can be easily hypnotized. I can't remember exactly what my affirmations were, but if there's anyone listening out there, who's maybe even skeptical or like, I can't be hypnotized. I get that a lot. I can't be hypnotized. Well, I'm like, well, how do you know? You've never tried it. Talk to yourself, imagine yourself kind of floating away. And I actually found out during my second one that um, crystals work real well for me. During my QHHT session, I was having trouble getting Meredith out of the way and I grabbed a rock. I think it was Amazonite and I just like sunk fast. All of a sudden I was a different vibe. I to date have not had an experience like that when just grabbing a rock, I could completely feel my energy shift. Do you guys work with crystals or do you have any clients that maybe bring rocks with them to a session? Has this something, is this something you learn about or is it explored? Well, I'm no crystal expert, but you were the first uh, client that I had that had your little baggie of crystals. But I, I, rock, I walked in with it. rocks. <laughs> you did. <laughs> And I only knew that because the second session I had, I did it in my office. I had office space at the time. I no longer do, but I had a big bowl of crystals. And for whatever reason, my intuition was like, grab a rock. And then as soon as I did, I was like, snap my fingers. I was done. I was out. Yeah. I bring my crystals when I do them in person. And depending (laughs) on the person, I will place them. So Mm. I'll ask them for permission. The last one I did in person was a very new starseed. And she had a very physical hypnosis. I've never seen anything like that before. So I was really happy that it was an in-person session. And when I did place them- Can I just stop you? What's a physical hypnosis? A physical reaction to the hypnosis. So she was not speaking so much to me. She was gagging. She was eliminating something from her body. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hadn't had that experience before, but when I handed her some crystals or I just placed them around her, she had calmed down, even though she didn't know they were being placed. Okay. Just kind of, I didn't know. Really, I wasn't fully a part of it. She was talking to herself. She was answering her own questions um, in some way. So it was really more of an energetic exchange that she needed from me rather than a verbal one. And it was really interesting how the crystals, she felt the energy and they helped her. Yeah, I did too. And Mm -hmm. in in normal waking reality, I don't feel shifts that profoundly, um, but I think that's something worth studying and maybe playing around with, um, which crystals might work for you, especially if you have a tougher time getting the ego out of the way. And on the astrology side of things, 
things I've so far noticed the earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, probably Aquarius, those more like controlling, don't want to let go of control signs might have a little bit of trouble floating into it where the water signs are usually like, I'm in, <laughs> like, let's, let's go. Okay, let me first start. I was on my sabbatical this summer. I took a break for the first time in my life and I was like, I, f I was feeling like I wanted another hypnosis session, but I was just kind of waiting for the universe to give me some signs. And I was listening to one of your guys' podcasts and Julie mentioned, oh, I'm in Wisconsin. And I was like, oh, I totally forgot. And Wisconsin is only 15 minutes away from me from the Twin Cities in Minnesota. So I like Googled Julie and I'm like, oh, she's about four and a half hours away, but that's okay. That I can do that. And I immediately scheduled a session with Julie and my intention, which also came to me in my sabbatical was I wanted to go into any past lives where I was the quote unquote bad guy. You know, we all like to hear where our ex-boyfriends or girlfriends burn us at the stake and we were the good guys and all the lifetimes and all that kind of stuff. But I had this like nagging thing, like I want to see where I was the bad guy and I want to look at that. Have you guys had any clients or any experience yourself where you were the quote unquote kind of like bad guy in a past life? Yeah, actually, yeah. when you set up your appointment and I was reading through the form that you had filled out and I saw your intention, my jaw dropped because I had been talking to Steph for months. In fact, since November, when I had my astrology reading with you, you had talked about how I had a lot of money karma in my chart. And you said even like bad guy vibes, like mafia vibes and Ooh. things like that. And so I was like, okay, I need to explore this. I did share that on the podcast. And that session was physical for me too. Although Steph couldn't really see what was going on. It was very intense. And I mean, like my legs were jerking, my hands were shaking. I mean, it was... It was pretty crazy. I, although you can't really tell that from the recording, just listening to it, the effect it had on me was, holy shit, it was powerful. But I also, on the flip side of that, released so much and I got so much healing. There was a part where I literally felt my heart bursting wide open. While that might've been a really tough life to experience, I gained so much healing from that as well. So it was totally worth it. I can report the same. And the session I had with you, Julie, was the most physical I felt as well, which I'll do my best to describe today. And I was actually, I finally shared a part of my session with my husband a few days ago, and I got the same feeling and started to come back again. So I'm curious mm -hmm. on if I'm talking to you guys, if the feeling comes back, because honestly, in my personal life, I don't have a lot of people that I can talk to this stuff about with. So really, this is the first time I'm hashing my session out with other people. So thank you again for listening oh, and being willing thank to Thank you to for do this. trusting us. Okay. So, um... My first scene, and I have the transcription in front of me as it's fuzzy now, I went into a life where I was a young adult male and it took me a while to figure out what was going on, but I felt like I was banished or I'd been sent to this. I kept calling him a wizard. <laughs> I'm like, I have to go see the wizard. And I just knew I had done something bad or my people had sent me to this wizard to try and fix me. I don't know exactly what I did. And I actually put an intention without sharing it with Julie. Like I don't necessarily need to see what I did, but I just felt it was like some Anakin Skywalker killed all the younglings type level shit. Like it was dark, it was gross. And my people People thought I was beyond repair and that I had to leave them. They, they couldn't, with all their healing magic, could not fix what was ever wrong with my soul. So I went to this wizard and you kind of moved me around in time a little bit, I think. Finally, at the end of the scene, I all of a sudden realized, or I felt, this is obviously hard to put into words, that it was me and my husband's energy in this one male's body. I think, Julie, you asked, or I did, like, is this a twin flame thing? I'm kind of on reading the twin flame stuff. What does that mean? And my response was that language is inadequate. But yes, me and my husband are from the same stuff or the same oversoul, which is a Jane Roberts, Seth term, if you know those books. So that was fascinating to me because this male that I was, was so arrogant. And I've been dealing with that. And that kind of shocked me when I kind of came out of it. I'm like, oh, because sometimes I think my husband is so arrogant and he thinks I'm so arrogant. So we have this like arrogance that we're healing from this past life where we did something real bad. And I was told we are working that out in two bodies instead of one. So that was fascinating. I can't, I feel like I'm not 
putting this into words, exactly the experience, but just knowing that I shared an incarnation with my husband in a body, I was like, oh, whoa, that like confirms some of the synchronicities that I've experienced. And like, what does that mean? I don't even know. But I'm curious, have you guys ever had that experience? Had clients pull in anybody where they like two people nowadays are were one body in a prior lifetime? No, actually, no, I never did. And so that was one of the things that was so fascinating to me about your session. And also too, I think you had talked about this lifetime taking place in ancient times because I remember trying to put together a time period and there was no describing that. All you could (laughs) really say was it was ancient times. Oh no. What I said was it's not in the books. It is not not in in the books, books, but it is earth. It was earth, but I didn't know that until this uh, incarnation died. So at the end of my wizard trip where I was banished, the wizard did heal me. And I felt like the wizard was like a Buddha or some kind of being that no longer exists on earth. This is like ancient earth where different beings were still here. And he sent me off and I felt a personal, I felt like I was healed and I want to go back to my people and make amends. So I was going to go do a vision quest and go back to my people and fix everything because I'd been banished from wherever I was from. And that's when I figured out, oh, this was earth, ancient, ancient, ancient earth, not in the books. I have no clue the time period. So I ended up dying very quickly after I got healed by the wizard. I don't know. I I kept saying like, okay, my, I wanted a vision quest. I wanted a metaphysical experience, something like that. And it ended up being the death. And when I was hypnotized, I was like, the death was no big deal. That was fine. I accepted it very quickly, but I started to get frantic because I went back to my village in the astral and I couldn't talk to them. They couldn't see me. I don't know if you guys have had any, this is by the way, my first after death experience. Never had one before you, Julie. I had never had that before. Wow. (laughs) The life between life, I think you call it or... Okay. So I don't know if there's an MO on this, but I just remember being like in the astral frantic that I couldn't make amends to the people. And as I was starting to panic, kind of, I remember this feeling, this panic was building. I was frantic. And Julie, you did a great job on like dissipating that energy. This spirit guide or somebody showed up. I said, oh, someone's coming to get me. And it was a female presence. And in my mind's eye, all I saw was a triangle with a circle on top. And it was like pink and blue, but it made complete sense at the time. (laughs) And I was like, oh, and I figured out who this female presence was. And I just knew that she was from Andromeda. And that later blew my mind because through a string of synchronicities years ago, I figured out I have some kind of connection to Andromeda. And there's not a lot of information. Actually, since my session, more information is like coming in fast. So that's crazy. And then at first I said, oh, this is Julie was you were like, is this a guide? And I was like, uh, and then finally I said, oh, it's me. I don't know if you guys have had this. Is that like a higher self or I don't know what is there language for this? Like it was me, but like a me from Andromeda helping me with this earth life. Yeah. Yeah. And that (laughs) was my interpretation of it too, was that this was your higher self, the way that you were explaining it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was still kind of like all of that healing in the body just to die. Like I was still kind of like frustrated talking to her and she just kept saying, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. Um, I would go back to my village and I would see like bruises, like dark spots where I left really bad energy and bad energy with other people. And she said, leave it. You're going to come back and fix it or something like that. And then I started to argue with her. I was like, "Ugh!" I literally said, Bleh. <laughs> like, I don't, I didn't want to come back. And I said something to Julie, like, oh, I'm still arrogant, even though I'm in the astral. I wanted to fix it in the astral, uh, not go back to earth to fix what I had done. Yeah. And I remember you were really struggling with that. The fact that you weren't able to fix things during that lifetime. I was like really arrogant. Yeah. It was frustrating (laughs) for you. And oh, yeah. I am trying to find the language I said, because it's kind of like funny now (laughs) to read the transcription. And it's like kind of comical when you're out of it. But yeah, I was just like, I can't go back to my people. And the guide was just like, it's okay. You're going to work it out in two bodies. So then, Julie, I think you asked, what was the point of seeing all that? And the message was for my marriage to get smoother with my husband. I cannot tell you guys, my husband and I had kind of a rough patch. If you're married in a long-term relationship, you guys all know you go through ups and downs. But when the south node was in scorpio january 2022 to summer 2023 we had some rough moments and since my hypnosis julie or the guide or me or something was healed and ever since that my husband and i have been getting closer and closer and closer and like just the other day he told me oh my god meredith i'm falling more in love with you and he hasn't said those words in like years so i I didn't know everywhere (laughs) oh my god i didn't know a past life hypnosis can help your marriage like i did not (laughs) expect that. (laughs) 
As you're talking, what's coming to my mind is that in that life, you were one soul. In this life, you're two. Do you think that because you did this work, it healed both of you? Yeah, it's even like a ripple effect. He, yeah, even though he didn't do the past life regression, he's still benefiting from it in a way. We're so connected. Um, yeah. We're from the same oversoul. We're from the same stuff. I don't know what that means, but yeah, it was wild. And I didn't expect physical reality to shift so much after my hypnosis. That uh. has never happened to me before. And again, it's my third one. So I'm not sure if you've had clients report back or, and again, that was not my specific intention to fix my marriage. I didn't go in with yeah. that, but thank you. All right. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I just want to also say that when I was hypnotized with you, Julie, talking out of my mouth felt like using a fax machine. Um, it was very difficult. I had, my ego was still, I'm by the way, conscious during all my regressions. I'm, I know I'm hypnotized. I know I'm in a chair, that kind of thing. And I knew I had to talk. I was, I kept pushing myself to talk more because I was getting lightning fast information. It was not all English. So there was so much happening behind the scenes. Like I was actually squirming in the chair at times. So Julie, you could see that. I was like, ah, yes. But I was trying to talk as much as I could. So I think you were channeling. And I think that's why you were having a hard time because I could tell, I mean, you were like kind of twisting and craning your neck and, and like you were moving. You kept saying like you understood what was going on. I, I hardly yeah. had to lead you through anything. You were facilitating okay. yourself because you were already knowing what was coming before I could ask the next question. On my end, all I was doing was writing everything down. <laughs> I mean, you just kind of ran with it, which was interesting and cool. But yeah, I definitely believe you were actually channeling just because of the way your body was moving. Like your voice didn't change or anything like that. But yeah. I think it was just that, that energy entering. Yeah, I yeah. think I channeled during some of my astrology sessions. Like I definitely feel that. Mm -hmm. um, what it physically felt like, and it kept growing throughout the session, was like the most crazy body high I've ever had. My body almost felt like it was going to float off the chair. My heart chakra kind and it wasn't it's just like in the chest like this feeling like it was just on the edge of too much like the whole time I actually put in my notes like it's like it's too much but it's not it's like I, I kept saying to you Julia like I can hold it I can hold it I can hold it um and I know that my physical body can hold a lot of it. yeah I think I kept asking you if you were okay to continue yeah I could tell I could <laughs> Meredith could tell you were a little bit worried like I'm no I'm good <laughs> and then at the end of that scene uh, I just said something like the earth is going to clean up some of those dark spots. Don't worry about it. But it was really hard to leave that village or those people. Um, and maybe that's why I decided to come back or my higher self was like, you're going to fix this at a different time. But I, I just remember being like, no, I want to fix it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to fix it now. Okay. All right. Any questions about that or anything else you want to add? Because then we switched gears. Do you have any questions, Steph? I'm just taking it all in. I was so excited to hear about your experience, yeah. but just keep going. Okay. Okay. Let's see. This one, this is going to change, but I have to add a backstory. So the morning of my past life hypnosis, when I got up and drove to Wisconsin to see Julie, my husband woke up. We woke, we usually wake up around the same time. And he turned to me. He's like, oh my God, I had a dream last night. This is rare. My husband doesn't really share dreams. He's just starting to get into this stuff, sort of. Um, and he told me this dream and he was like, hi. He was like, buzzed, telling me about this dream. And all he shared was like, I was in this place and I felt these people, they were very encouraging. And I was like, so excited he shared a dream with me, but I didn't think much of it. So the next scene, um, let's see, I'm now... I think, Julie, tell me, is this when you switch to like spirit guides or something? Like we did the past life and do you switch gears to pull spirit guides in? Is yes. Is that what you did? Yeah. Okay. okay. So then I switch scenes and I'm in what I call it with a group of people called the council. But I knew, and again, I can't prove this scientifically. <laughs> I knew that I was in the same spot where my husband was that morning. So didn't see that coming. Uh, I don't know if I even shared this with you, Julie, but I, I just knew did. that this quote unquote council I was speaking to was the same place my husband visited in a dream 12 hours before. <laughs> So that was wild. And then Julie, you got in my notes, got kind of excited that I was with like some council and I've read about the count, the, the council, different books, different people. I felt like it was a specific council for me and my husband's energy. What is your, both of your experiences with council? Well, I mean, I've never had an experience with council, but I've heard of like the council of light. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I, that was actually something I was going to ask you is if you had received any more information specifically on what that was for you. 
No, and I haven't meditated on it. Um, I'm still honestly still wrapping my head around this session, which my first one 10 years ago, still wrapping my head around that one. Um, and I just, let's see, I said, we're the same soul, but I, I didn't like that word. I said, for the lack of better words, me and my husband are the same soul in two bodies. There's just no language for this stuff, right? Um, and then the council, I don't, if they talk to me, I don't remember what they said. I don't think I shared much like verbally. I just remember getting like lightning fast information. Yeah. You were telling me that you pretty much knew and like understood what was going on, but you did have a hard time articulating the information that you were receiving. And so I tried to just give you time to take in everything that they were giving you. And I do remember the language was like geometrical shapes. Yeah, I remember Um, Yeah, even Andromeda Lady was a triangle in a circle, very simplified. And I was not getting English, but I perfectly understood it. Mm -hmm. Um, So if the council gave me a message, I don't, I I said in my notes, like, I'm not going to remember this later. (laughs) And I I don't, but I get a lot of that in meditation even today. And I just, I just trust that when the information is supposed to come to me, I'll, I'll remember it, I'll be able to access it. Do you think that the council is related to Andromeda or they're from Andromeda or do you think there's a connection there? Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. I don't feel anything right now. I don't remember what I felt at the time, but where we went next was there's animals. Um, So whatever energy is in me and my husband, there's animals around the planet that share the same energy. And actually, Seth in the Jane Roberts books talks about this. Um, So I'm like crazy. It came out of my mouth. And my husband and I are like animal people. Like we would rather hang out with animals most of the time than people. (laughs) Um, So that was interesting to hear. Like there's little sparks of us in these animals that are around the world. I don't know if you guys have had, you guys sound like your dog people. Yeah. Oh, yes. Any animals come up for you? And like, have you seen your animals in past lives i'm so curious oh, yeah. I, I, I had a spirit guide session where uh it was a deer and the deer was representing the oh my god like the collective of nature was mm-hmm. represented by this deer and so it was like the nature as a collective was communicating to me through this deer so cool it was fascinating <laughs> i yeah i i freaking love this stuff i know yeah. right you guys yeah. have the best jobs okay <laughs> all right here is one message okay that the council gave me and maybe listeners can help with it there's a couple of things that listeners can help me with because there's some mysteries here so very what i spoke out of my mouth was the council was like go outside more go look at the stars i used to be astronomy club president and I was like nuts about the stars when I was younger and I've kind of been out of practice with that. Um, I've also been very frustrated because I asked to see UFOs and I just haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> I've seen a few things, but not like, I'm maybe that's my arrogance. I'm like, show me, to, like, I want to see UFO now. Not happening. So I need to go back out the stars. And my counsel said that there is a star that's going to appear at some point and I couldn't pull in whether it like doesn't exist yet or I can't see it or maybe only I can see this star. And I felt there was a, like an umbilical cord from this star growing towards me and then the message was once I can see this then I kept saying the word it's showtime like my karmic cycle is done my healing is done I'm clear maybe this is this incarnation I don't know but it was like when you see this star it's like bing like showtime it's go time so that was cool do you remember that part Julie oh yeah okay (laughs) how could I forget (laughs) I don't know I I forgot so now I'm reading about it um and this is when the energy started to go nuts like I was squirming maybe holding my rocks and I was like it's almost like you know when an infant like squeezes their hand like they're gonna like cry like I was kind of like doing this infant movement and yeah maybe it looked kind of uncomfortable but it it was but it wasn't it wasn't bad it wasn't bad it was just like I've never physically felt something like that before okay and then I got this message there's a book a physical book in this universe I assume and Julie said did you get the name of it and I couldn't get a name but I said it's a tan cover with white lettering seems like I it will be in my possession soon now I'm like where's the book I'm like does anyone have a book that is tan with white lettering like where is this book now I'm like I haven't gone look for it I just again I have to trust that it's going to show up but there's something about this book that's a missing piece for me so, so I have like, a quick Whoa. question you've been sharing books that have blown your mind on TikTok Oh my God, I have. I totally you forgot have. about that. So have you, has anything like stood out of any of those or? No, those are books I've read previously. And okay. I honestly, I don't know if anyone else in the universe is, str- I'm struggling reading these oh, days. Yeah. Same. Really? Yeah. What is it's going for on? a while. Yeah. yeah. 
I've been an avid reader, like a book a day my whole life. Mm -hmm. And all yep. of a sudden, like reading Can't is, read. okay, what, why? Somebody tell me why. <laughs> like, say I, want I, the answers, I like, wish right I knew because it's a struggle. Yeah. Okay. I, I, think I used to read all the time. Yeah. I think it's like a preoccupation of more that's out there. And like your the whole star that you just described, I walk really early in the morning to look at the stars. <gasps> and there's one that I never noticed before. And so I got an app to find out what star it is. Yeah. And anytime I look at the app, it doesn't exist. Like it's not showing up. What? And my okay, partner said, oh, it's probably... <laughs> Yeah. He's like, it's probably a satellite. And I was like, what they show the satellites in there. Like it's all in there. And I had a, a recent UFO past life regression that I did not understand. And I'm a really emotional person. I had zero emotion. I was studying humankind and learning how to make it better for them. And when I go for my walk, I can feel that part of me. And I think I just get this impression that I, I used to live there. I don't know where Whoa. it is. I don't know what okay. it is. It's just. Thank you for sharing this. So you have a star. Do you know if it twinkles or it doesn't? Have you paid attention to that? I don't know if it twinkles, but it's so bright that it it just, it's the only star that I can, like, I have to look for the other stars to see them because it just, it shines so bright. That's why I'm so shocked it's not in the app because I could see it. But when my phone is there, it's just not there. And yeah, I started to think that, I don't know. That's so validating for me. So validating. Thank you. Because, well, okay. And I want to show you the science. So if it twinkles, it has its own light source. If it doesn't twinkle, it's reflected light. So like a okay. planet or a satellite. So maybe just kind of pay attention. And I would love for you to screenshot me your app and show me yep. what part of the sky it's in. Because okay. I can even do some maybe astrology on that. But that's so cool. Like maybe we all have our own star. I don't even maybe. know. When oh, you said yeah. that, I nearly had a heart attack. I'm like, like getting oh. crazy goosebumps. You, oh my God, this is nuts. Okay. So can cool. you share what app that is? Yeah. I have Starwalk. What do you have? I have a couple of them. Skyview Light. Yeah, Skyview. That's a good one too. And then yeah. you can like pay money to upgrade it and get like yeah stuff. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Again, thank you for sharing that. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to go out tonight if it's, well, it's cloudy today, but we'll see what happens. So after the star and the book stuff they gave me, I was told maybe when the star appears or I can see the star that I'm going to be some kind of ambassador. That's the word that I was given, but I'm already doing that. I've already stepped into this ambassador role, which I kind of understand is like helping people acclimate or get used to or enter the new earth energies. And it sounds like I still have some karma to clear, some some healing to do, but I'm already in this role. And when the star appears, then it's like, I'm in it. I'm in. So that's all the information I remember. I'm just gonna look at my notes. And I, I said something like, it's gonna be like a, the game of mousetrap. Remember that game, that board game where like things kind of click into place when they're supposed to. But again, ego Meredith is like, now, <laughs> like now. <laughs> so patience. I'm still maybe that's what the karma I'm learning is patience still. Okay. And then what, what did I say? I had something like I'm getting information about ET, right? Yes. Um, okay. I did say at one point there's many Earths. I don't know if you guys pull in this, like, who knows what that means? There's like my earth and there's, there's many, many, many earths. I've read about this, but I've actually never said it out of my mouth. Have you guys had other clients say there's more than one earth? What's your experience with this? So my experience with it is you and you said it very confidently because I, I remember asking you questions about your ambassador role and if this was going to be hard for you. And you had talked about like, no, it's going to be easy. And I asked a question, something about the earth and you, and you're like, you had this like grin on your face and you're like, oh, there's more than one earth. Like you were so okay. confident in relaying that information. Yeah. Okay. Here's the transcription. Julie says, what does that mean for us here on earth? And I say just point blank, there is not just one earth. And I said, on my earth, there's going to be like a gentle flow. And then I said something like there's karmic earths. Karmic earths have some nails on a chalkboard kind of stuff, things to work out. There are other helpers for those earths. So the earth, I guess that I'm moving into is more of a gentle flow and I'll step into this ambassador role that way. No clue. I'll report back <laughs> when that happens. And then this is magic. I had a friend show up. This friend of mine was a best guy friend from high school. He passed away on the late 2000s, so about 15 years ago. He showed up for me last time and he showed up 
again, which is something I didn't expect in my last hypnosis. I'm like, you can actually connect to people who have passed on. Have you guys had clients maybe surprised like a grandmother or a friend or parent shows up? Yes, yeah. actually, oh, we oh. had someone on our podcast talk about that experience. Um, okay. I'll she listen. got to have a conversation with her grandmother. Love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this friend died very young of cancer and he, this is kind of a backstory, came to visit me three days after his death, 15 years ago. And it was the most, ma one of the most magical dreams of my life. I still remember it like it was yesterday, gave me some messages. And then he kind of went radio silent for 10 years. Um, didn't hear from him, no dreams, nothing. And then something cracked open my last hypnosis. And then this one, I got some kind of upgrade because he was in a ship. He, I felt like he was in a ship i said he has an arsenal of ships and for the first time i was allowed on this ship and he's kind of it was just like friendly banter he throws me like scenes of muppets and i said at one point i'm like what does count chocula have to do with anything he's just like throwing <laughs> me to say like, cartoony things and he was kind of like oh meredith you got a camper van i have a motherfucking spaceship like he was just like it was so fun at one point and i didn't this is so interesting because this is where my memory and what i said on my mouth is so different so I went on his ship. I don't remember what it looked like. I just knew I was on this ship. And my friend gave me a glimpse of New Earth. And I've actually had a dream of New Earth years ago. And he showed it to me in my hypnosis. And this is when my body went insane. Um, something happened in my body. And I kept saying, it's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so awesome. And I couldn't get the words out fast enough. And then when I went to listen to the recording, I said it once. I said, it's going to be so awesome. But I thought I kept repeating it over and over and over in physical reality, but I didn't. Do you remember me saying that, Julia? Like, you, it's, it's going to be so and awesome. I remember you saying it more than once, too. That's so interesting because you were so excited about that. I needed that so bad. <laughs> like, uh, things yeah. have been rough. Um, I've been, you know, kind of through many dark nights of the soul, you know, in the last couple of years. And I'm like, oh, when, I can't even watch the news anymore, like all that kind of stuff. And when I got a glimpse of that, I'm still honestly two months later writing that high. I can actually pull in that energy now. And this is the story I told my husband on the couch the other night. I actually told him I went to a spaceship and my friend was there and he showed me new earth. And I started to get like really excited. My husband's like, are you okay? Like, What's happening to you? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just feeling this energy again. So it's so cool for me now. I can, if I'm having a rough day or I get down in the dumps again, I can, I think, hook into that glimpse that I got. And I, I have received a glimpse in a dream, but I, it wasn't as strong. I was just like, okay, there it is. But I was still kind of skeptical but it was like shown to me i didn't remember seeing anything it was more of a an emotion or feeling but that i mean was probably the highlight of the session just getting a glimpse of that and feeling what potentially is coming for all of us. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then I talked about some of my personalities from past lives getting wrapped up in karma. That maybe is a, another topic you guys deal with. That wasn't talked about a lot, but at one point I was like, oh, there's this old lady. She went away now. Like, I don't know if I had an old lady past life that didn't cross over before, but that was a very just blip in my yeah. session. So I was shocked <laughs> when you like that whole part of your session was actually really beautiful because you had talked about a lot of the dark energies that were with you and then you were describing them and then releasing them I did yeah and I could tune in to my last my second hypnosis I had described to my practitioner that I felt like my past life personalities were t-shirts I don't know if you guys remember friends when Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes but that's what like it felt like my past life personalities were like attached to me and then with you, Julie, the t-shirts were gone. And I kept using the word detachment, keep meditating, keep detaching, maybe letting go, letting these other personalities cross over. And then the star came up again, my friend's badass spaceship. And it said, it's not a ship in our physical awareness. And then I just kept saying, oh my God, oh my, like I kept like exclaiming things. So I know I was getting information. I just wasn't saying it, um, saying everything out of my mouth. Wasn't there a part about integrating other lives mm -hmm. after yeah. you had released the negative energy? Yes. Well, let me find the, the text of that. I called them past lives though. I think, I don't know if it was the word you used was personalities or I, I, I feel like you used a different word. Okay. So yeah, this old lady, I felt kind of like go away. Um, I said something was linked to a personality and that was just cleared an old lady personality. I said, she's gone now. She was stuck. She went off. That seems clear. And then Julie, you asked, are there any other past life personalities that are attached to you that you are still holding on to that can be released today? I said, no. Now I feel like there's a lot of benevolent lifetime stepping forward and integrating. They've been blocked. So that's what I, how I worded that. Good yeah. memory. Very wow. good memory. <laughs> well, I mean, 
I'm just still blown away by your session and I'm really excited for the next one to see what, what else is going to happen because this was just, it was such a freaking cool experience. I mean, I would, I just felt so honored to have been a part of that. I've never had a client that experience so much like that in just a short period of time. And when it was over, you were, you were like, really already? Like there's so much more to do here. And I was like, we did so much. That's crazy. <laughs> Cause I, I know I, I could have been under, I felt like I could have been, it doesn't feel like an hour, hour and a half, whatever your timeline, it feels like 15 minutes. And I know that I'm hypnotized because I talk so slow and normally I'm like, you know, I just talk super fast. I'm like spitfire. Um, so at the end I felt energetically, Julie, you were closing the session and and my guides or something, it felt like a Hail Mary pass. And it was the instructions were clear at the time. It said, go back to Julie in three months. They gave me three months. So we are one month away from that. And I'm still kind of like in person, virtual. I'm still going to sit on that. Um, but I will book again with you, Julie, because I got instructions. And I am I feel that I'm done exploring past lives. I It's just this kind of feel like that's okay now. There's maybe we can go straight into the spirit messages or the new earth. We'll see what happens. But yeah. that's what I'm feeling today. I love it. Or start channeling, like go in there with the intention Ooh. to to channel mm -hmm. direct Response. messages. If, if you have messages that or questions that you prepare before, for like things you want insight on specifically based from that session or anything else that's come up. Because I did a channeling session with Mary and she was channeling a light being and it was, it was so cool. Like I, I feel like I was talking to a light being <laughs> and she was giving a lot of really amazing tidbits and advice. And I think that that would be a really interesting avenue that you can take too. Thank you so much for that advice because yeah. I, I do feel like I'm channeling my sessions. My chart suggests I, I can do it. And interestingly, in a month when I'm supposed to go back to Julie, I'm going to a Gaia event in Denver with channelers. So Bashar is going to be there. If you're familiar with Bashar, there's Whoa. five different channelers. <laughs> yeah. So I, I read all That's the book, channel books. <laughs> yeah. So I like that suggestion. I'll meditate and maybe go in with some other questions for Julie. Um, and I'm feeling like I'm going to drive and see you again. It's not that bad of a drive. And I love Door yeah. County. It's beautiful. And I also feel I've never felt this before, but I feel like there's someone that's supposed to come with me. So I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm going to trust it and see how that works out. Oh, and Julie, yeah, you yeah. said if someone wants to sit in, oh, there's yeah. something about physical bodies, like I can hold more energy and I can get more information, especially if I'm comfortable with everybody. Mm -hmm. I'll try yeah, that. that yeah, that's Steph, awesome. rock star recommendation. Thank you. I feel too, Meredith, like there were synchronicities between you and I that I had no idea. Yeah, we're eating about pizza. Before. We're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. <laughs> but I mean, like there's the Andromeda connection, the mm. channeling connection. That is something I'm so drawn to. I'm so interested in. I want to do it myself. Mm. And I mean, I'm so interested in UFOs and aliens and all, Same. all of it, all of it. Yeah. I, it was amazing. Like when we went out for pizza, and, like it was just nonstop. Talking yeah. I wish about, I recorded oh, that conversation. Oh God, <laughs> I, I, know. I was riding a high from that. <laughs> always record it. Just I know. always have a recorder yeah. on. <laughs> oh, so great. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for, this is the first time I've hashed it out with people like the whole session and Julie, thank you for facilitating and stuff. Thanks for listening and providing feedback and advice. I love it. Love it oh, all. Oh yeah. yeah. And thank you so for amazing. coming on and sharing your experience and yeah. trusting me. I, I mean, I was like fangirling over you because <laughs> I've heard you on podcasts like for so long now. And it was an absolute honor to facilitate that for you. And I'm super excited for the next one. Awesome. Well, hope maybe I'll be back for more information after my next one, but I'll get that scheduled maybe after my um, event I'm going to. Heck yeah, because I want to hear all about your event. <laughs> yeah, so excited. So excited. That is awesome. Also, have you heard of Britt Marling? Yes, I love her. I've watched all her movies Obsessed and the OA. Her. Yeah, there's, I feel like we're best friends. <laughs> yeah, like if if I could be best friends with anyone in Hollywood, it would be her. Um, The OA, I'm... I'm so upset that it didn't continue um, after because they had five stories to tell the five different dimensions, right? And that show was crazy. It. Have you seen Eye Origins with her? Yeah. Yeah. And Another I World. Yeah. Which is what I you made me remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Eye Origins was, I think, my favorite, but all mm -hmm. of her, she's woo woo. She's got to be woo. Um, oh, she is for sure. And she believes in those dimensions because the OA is all about that dimension thing. 
that it's dimensions it's nuts. like yeah oh, it's so good I think for her she just wants to I don't know this this has happened in past lives for her and she's just expressing it on tv for us to watch which is so cool but another world I don't remember the whole premise of that movie but what I was really excited to hear about was your second world or the new world so if you get mm. any insight on that in your next one hook me up with that info <laughs> well and if maybe you ever need to hash it out please come hash it out because we would love to I have a dream group that meets we used to meet monthly I'm a little I'm getting that back together now um I've done a dream interpretation circle since 2018 and it's so good I can't if anyone's listening like start it in your living room get people together I mean my group is 21 to 81 we don't really know each other uh in personal life but we just get together and talk about dreams and I had this dream that I was on a spaceship and there were six or eight other people there the deal was like they had to kill me or I was gonna die and I was like fighting I was like no 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 I don't want to I don't want to I had to get a new spacesuit or something like I don't want a new spacesuit the earth new earth is coming and there's no emotion around it they're just like no you know the deal like you gotta die now um but I was like trying to convey to them like the new earth is coming the new earth is coming and then the spaceship was like moving in space and we came around the planet Neptune which is my favorite planet in astrology I think and as soon as we came around the planet Neptune, the new Earth was there. And that's how the dream ended. So I'm still kind of cracking the symbolism of that. But I didn't wake up with the feeling that I got in my hypnosis. I woke up with like, oh, am I going to die now? <laughs> it was kind of like <laughs> one of those. Uh, I yeah. didn't have the feeling. But that was like my dream group's jaws were on the floor. I don't know what. Mm -hmm. I, I It was fresher when I shared it. But their jaws were on the floor. And they're like, we got nothing. <laughs> Usually like people are spitting out like, this is what it means to me or whatever. And they're like, I, we don't know, Meredith. <laughs> Your, a premonition I maybe i don't know but yeah the i remember That's six or cool. eight people get we all had to get new spacesuits and they're like yeah you need to die now um but it's funny because I feel like Meredith, my evolution, we all go through many deaths. Like I'm not mm -hmm. the same person I was when I saw you, Julie. I'm not the same person a year ago. I mean, 10 years ago since my awakening, like, whoa, that version of Meredith yep. is dead. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. So maybe it could be just kind of like that. So thank you for yeah. listening to that one, too. Have you ever had anyone who spoke a different language in your dream group? Because Max spoke Latin in his sleep and he does not speak Latin. And what? I've been asking everybody. I didn't get it on. I It scared me. Because he was sleeping like he always sleeps like this, just straight as a board with his hands in a prayer. And it creeps it's like me doing out. this monk prayer, maybe pulling in a yep. monk life or something. That's what I'm getting. And he he was speaking a different language. And I woke up I was startled. I was staring at him and he it you can tell when someone's speaking a fluent language and not just gibberish. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing it's Latin. And then he came home a few days later with like a Latin shirt, a shirt that had Latin writing on it. Of course. And I, that's when I told him, I told Julie first, I didn't tell him because I thought he'd think I was crazy. I've never heard it. I've been bringing it up and no one's ever heard of that before. So I don't I've know. I've read books, um, numerous, like Dolores Cannon, I think had a few clients speak different languages. Um, I've heard of like when I was a kid and religion, like speaking in tongues. Um, I think it's completely hundred percent possible. Our, we're connected. We know every language, um, but mm -hmm. the earth languages, when I was hypnotized and like earth language, I felt the density. It's like so slow, but fascinating. You had a first like hand experience with that. I've only read yeah. books about it. And I hit him to wake him up because it scared me. And then I was like, I like first instinct smacked him to wake him up. I was Record it next by... time. Record it next time. <laughs> as soon as I, was, I woke him up, I was like, no, easily could have grabbed my phone, but it really scared. I couldn't sleep the rest of the night because I asked him what he was dreaming about. I didn't tell him why I woke him up. Mm. And he just said, oh, what did I say this time? Because he talks in his sleep every night. I, I didn't tell him. It just, it startled me. It reminded me of like the ring or the exorcism you know and I was like oh god it's like two o'clock in the morning I'm terrified texting Julie <laughs> well you know I'm kind of happy not happy maybe but like if that happens to you in a session now maybe you you have some practice like what can you do to calm yourself down you know yeah. my affirmations are like I'm safe loved and protected as soon as I start to feel a little bit fear I'm like I'm safe loved and protected um yeah, that's and good. yeah maybe that was kind of a foreshadowing event for you yeah yeah you know, I'm gonna back. try to bring him in hypno hypnosis and try to get him to go back to that Latin life <laughs> see if he can bring it up again yeah mm -hmm. uh, well this was awesome thanks so much for sharing yes thank, thank you, you for Meredith. listening and thank you for having me on again I really appreciate it and that's it for today's episode until next time stay curious <laughs> <laughs>